And five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden, and I am with Harpo. And here we are. It is January 30th. We are with our friend and 27 brother, Matthew Maxwell. Maxwell, how are you doing? Doing good. All right. Well, we have some... Uh, a lot of stuff happening, a lot of stuff to discuss this week. Um, not as much in Ukraine, but in the Middle East. So, uh, unfortunately, the uh, last couple day, two days ago, I guess now at this point, um, three U.S. service members were killed um, in Jordan when a drone um, attacked their base. Uh, they were killed. The, the report that I read said that it attacked uh, early in the morning and it attacked, it hit their barracks. So um, they weren't uh, up and about. The barracks, unfortunately, um, had a lot of personnel in it. So three were killed. I, I know a number of other um, uh, uh, military members were wounded. I, I The three that were killed were in the army. So I'm assuming that the rest were in the uh, army as well. But I don't know. I didn't get that information. And uh, very briefly, the way that uh, the, the first reports that I'm reading uh, state that um, the the um, it seems like the the base believed that or mistook the uh, enemy drone for an American drone, which is why they didn't shoot it down. So um, that's that's what they're saying. That's how it got through. Again, this is all uh, you know. The, the three dead is confirmed, but unfortunately, everything else is still. Um, we're, you know, we're just getting beginning reports, so that might change, but that's what it's looking like right now. So, Harp, let me open it up to you. What do you think about it? Man, it sucks. War is a nasty thing. Uh, when, when you leave our friendly lines, you're always in in for some danger. I, I heard the, uh, the Major General, or uh, uh DOD was speaking today and said, I think there's one still in critical condition, mm. but stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, like you said, there's several others that are, that are wounded. And I hate, I mean, I'm sure they were, you always got to keep your head on the swivel, obviously, but they were probably uh, thinking, like you said, they thought it was an American drone coming in and show you how much they look alike, I guess. But you're uh, not saying they were complacent, but something happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, like, the, the you just, I, I don't know. Again, we're going to, I'm interested to see, uh, you know, when the final report um, emerges from this. Uh, you know, you could be, sometimes you can, you can be completely up and on your guard or doing everything right and, and bad things happen. You know what I mean? Um, and even if this was, yeah, and you know, it's, it's I, I don't, I know nothing about um, you know anti-drone defenses or, or you know uh, the, the, the kind of weaponry that's being used here, but um, and luckily we didn't have to deal with that shit when we were in Iraq. You know what I mean? Um, but you know it, it's possible that it was just it was a a, a a legitimate error. You know they weren't being lazy or anything. They just you know the one snuck by, and you know if it if it. One snuck by and it, it happened to hit maybe a couple hours in the day later. Maybe the attack was a couple of hours. Maybe nobody would have gotten hurt. And this is the kind of thing we wouldn't even be talking about. But, you know, it did get three, unfortunately. So, you, you know, know what I mean? You know, I'm just, I'm just thankful they only sent one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if it was four or five? Yeah. And they all snuck by? Yeah. Yeah, that could probably took out the whole compound. Yeah. I I think if there was multiple drones, they probably would not have mistaken it for their own. That's true, too. Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah. No, totally. If they're like, yeah, four or five coming in, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's very possible as well, too. So, um, but yeah. But, Hart, before we move on to Maxwell, you got anything else? I mean, it's, you know, it's still an ongoing uh, process. It's going to be interesting to see how we, how we retaliate, if we retaliate, when we retaliate, mm-hmm. and how. So, um, I just hope they, I know, I know they'll do their, Due diligence, and we know who's behind it. So mm-hmm. let's see what they do. Yep, yep. All right, all right, Maxwell. Let me shoot it over to you. Yeah. So I was uh, reading the same thing about that Tower Twenty Two and Jordan. That uh, you know they were they were launching drones out of that site and we're expecting one of their drones to return around the same time that this drone showed up and they must mistaken it as theirs and so you know made the decision not to take it out but uh as far as that that's what i'm saying that's what i've i've read Mm. i'm not verifying any of that but uh but then yeah then the three army reserve soldiers are uh, from they're from uh, Fort Moore, Georgia. Mm. They're an engin- engineer battalion. Mm. So uh, here's one of those things, like also known as Fort Benning. Okay. Mm. Is that what yeah, that more Fort Benning? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Fort Benning is Fort Moore now. Oh, okay. I have not. You know, they, they, they changed. They changed the name to Benning to Moore. Ah. Mm. He's he's the one that uh, what's his name played in that movie? Mel Gibson, the General. Oh, Moore. Halmore, Colonel Halmore. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, all right. That's, that's he became a general, and you know that's what Fort Benning name got changed to Fort Moore in honor of him. You know that movie was filmed down there. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's where the Fort Moore comes in. That's Fort Benning. Gotcha. Like like Twitter was Twitter and now it's X. Fort Benning, yeah. Fort Benning, and now it's Fort Moore. Yeah. So. You know, I thought I thought it was like some smaller like Army Reserve base that you know I've, I've never heard of. No, no it's Benning is one of it's one of the largest Army bases in, that we got. Yeah, man. I mean, everything's there now. Yeah, I don't know anything about the Army, but but by by the grass. infantry, everything's yeah. there. I guess Maxwell, continue. Man, okay, so uh, so obviously, Iran has their hands in this, mm. in in some way or fashion, right? They're like Iranian-backed militias, i.e., paid for by Iran. Mm. Now, like they said, I saw something earlier that uh, Biden was quoted as he was leaving the White House, that he's decided on a response. Uh, I'm trying to look for what he said. I, I saw that as well. I saw that he... All right, so actually, 
Uh, go ahead. I, I saw that as well. I'll, when I when I have my comments, I'll, I'll talk more about that. Right. So, like, I, I saw that, but it's like, you know, it, it just seems like one of those fucking things that I'm just used to with this president where, like, he'll just throw out some random shit, right? Like, oh, we're doing something about that. Like, uh, are you? So, and and that's, that's, like, tragic in the sense that you now have, like, U.S. service member deaths as, as a result. Like, you have to respond to this shit. Like, I know you're freaking, you know, they may be concerned with, like, the escalation of the war there. It's a, First off, it's already a shit show. Secondly, I don't think that a response to, like, three U.S. service members get killed is going to spark off World War Three. Right. But and I would almost think that they should expect to get punched in the fucking face right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you should just expect it. Right. Like, you know, I'll say this, like. The Soleimani, when we took that motherfucker out with a drone, that was that was some badass shit. And that's like. That was one of the, the best things that that administration could have done. Is fucking remove that motherfucker from life, and then, and then carry on with the plan of the day because, you know, it's like lobbing missiles at at commercial ships, then lobbing missiles at U.S. fucking naval warships and shit. Like it's just, it, they're testing the testing the waters, uh, and and we can't let this go unchecked, right? I don't think you start World War Three. I fucking like at least the motherfuckers that pulled this off in the local area. All right, everybody. Sorry, just had a uh, the handyman just came and I did. We had to pause for a moment. Maxwell, you're right in the middle of something. What were you saying? Sorry about that. Uh, saying that there needs to be there needs to be a uh, a response to the killing of three U.S. service members in that area like that's that's one of those things where i don't have a lot of faith that our president is going to do what needs to be done or even knows what to do right mm-hmm. now in the past i've said that his whoever he's gotten on his team was doing a pretty decent job in the you know first year of us supporting ukraine um but I just don't think, especially, especially like election season, like they're they're going to put a little bit more scrutiny into whatever it is they do, and probably inaction because they're so worried about what polls might reflect. Which is that's just my prediction, right? Like I just don't have a lot of faith that this guy's going to do what needs to be done as a president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, Biden's really walking a tightrope right now because, um, you know, I think that short of, um, uh, you, I, well, I think that, like, the, the, there, there are some things that would escalate the war, but uh, I, I don't think that it can really, um, you know, without doing some very provocative actions, that it's going to escalate much further. And I mean, like, that, like, committing U.S. troops, or which we're not going to do. We're not going to do. So, um, but yeah. No, so my, yeah, so my point is, like, 
I, I don't think so either. I think like we we hit back and and punch somebody's fucking in the face over there. I think the world expects that, right? Yeah. Like it's not going to punch World War Three, like bombing a fucking terrorist training camp or fucking you know cruise missile up someone's ass. I think people expect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it should be done. Like there should be a consequence to fucking taking taking uh, the life of a U.S. service member. I agree. And I think, you know... I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to him hitting something inside our ring. I was just going to say, now that... I, yeah. I agree. You know, the next question is, is it going to be inside Iran or out of? You know what I mean? And um, so, the article that um, I was just reading right before we started, it was in the New York Times. Okay, so... It said um, the militia that, uh, that launched the drone um, said it's not going to attack the U.S. anymore. So, this is coming from the New York Times. Said, in a surpri- yeah, I know, I laughed too. In a surprise move, an Iran-linked militia in Iraq that the Pentagon said was likely responsible for a lethal drone attack on a U.S. base in Jordan over the weekend announced on Tuesday that it was suspending military operations in Iraq under pressure from the Iraqi, Iraqi government and from Iran. The announcement came shortly after President Biden said that he had decided how to respond to the attack in Jordan on Saturday that left three U.S. soldiers dead, though he did not say what the response would be. His comment raised fears in Iraq about a possibly retaliatory U.S. attack on its territory. Uh, the militia, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Khatib Hezbollah, or Brigades of the Party of God, is the largest and most established of the Iran-linked groups operating in Iraq. It has spearheaded a majority of some of the some 160 attacks on U.S. military installations in Iraq and Syria that have occurred since Israel began its ground operations in Gaza, uh, ap- acting in response to the October 7th attack Hamas led from the enclave. All right, so that was three paragraphs from the article. So, yeah, I think that this, whatever the um, the retaliation is going to be, is it going to be inside Iran? Is it going to be uh, inside uh, Iraq? Uh, is it going to be, uh, I, I mean, I don't, is it going to be inside Syria? I don't know, and I think it's, yeah, yeah, Maxwell, I think you're right. I think the world expects a bunch of cruise missiles um, lobbed at a base in Iran. But, you know, they might take this opportunity to, maybe there are a couple of targets that they've, you know, wanted to hit uh, all along, but just haven't had the, um, you know, just haven't had a reason or haven't had um, something like this uh, behind it. So, you know, maybe we'll be surprised, and maybe they will hit something um, inside Iran, or maybe they will hit something that... Uh, it really does strategically um, uh, impact I- Iran's operations. You know, I mean, I, I kind of think it's going to be more um, uh, the kind of thing like you know, give them a bloody nose, uh, and you know, I mean, they're not going to hit like any Iranian nuclear facilities, although that would be fucking fantastic. But um, uh, I did read one article, um, th- and the uh, the the writer made a very good point, and he said that. Um, you know, after the Soleimani assassination, um, the Soleimani assassination was it was pretty big and um, uh, 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 it was pretty pretty friggin' ballsy. And uh, Iran Iran had a very lukewarm, you know, very tepid response after they they launched a couple of um, rockets at a, uh, a U.S. base, which is is I don't want to minimize the attack for the people who were there. But um, they could have gone much bigger, but they chose not to. And this writer, um, this article is suggesting that the U.S. 
really, really, really let them have it after this because Iran, Iran can't be, they're not going to be negotiated with, they're not, it's just, um, they've established this, we, we've got this, um, this enemy relationship with them and they're, they're not, they're not coming around. So the only thing they really understand is, is basically getting bloodied like this. And, um, you know, I tend to agree. I kind of think, again, I think, um, I don't want to see any, uh, service, U.S. service members get hurt, but I think we have other means to do it. And, yeah, I think it's. I have a feeling it's going to be a cruise missile attack on um, a base either um, in Iran or or someplace that directly involves you know Iranian uh, military members. So, so we'll see. Who knows? It might even be we, as we speak. You know, it could be, be you know it might be uh, underway right now. We don't know. Um, so yeah, it'll just be there. Could be a couple of explosions in Iran, and then all of a sudden, poof, something will go up. But um, yeah, <clears throat> so. So we'll see. So, so that's where we are with that right now. Everybody's waiting. Um, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. We can't seem to uh, extricate ourselves from the Middle East and everything that's going on there. So, um, so we sit and we wait. So, there's that. So, all right. So, um, anything else before we kind of move on to to uh, Israel Palestine? Anybody else? Anybody else that thing? All right. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, moving on to Israel, Palestine, a um, a conflict that is directly related to what happened in Jordan. Uh, it just it, it just the chaos continues. Um, it doesn't look like oh well. There there was I did read a little bit about um, uh, some potential negotiations. They're not negotiations, but some potential calls for some ceasefire. Um, that was happening. I, I, I didn't go too far into it because, um, I don't know how credible it was, but, um, Matt, Maxwell, we'll start with you on this one. What have you seen in the last week? Anything, anything new, anything interesting? Uh, so that, uh, you see that attack where like the, it's like some Israeli special forces unit dressed like women and like medical staff and they, went into a hospital in Jenin in the West Bank and assassinated, like, three suspected uh, Hamas guys. Uh-huh. Like, they just went to their fucking hospital room and cut them down. I didn't read it. I, I saw the headline. I didn't read the article, though. So they actually went in, kind of did it uh, Fauda style? There's, there's video of it. Oh, geez, that's crazy. That's crazy. For training purposes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because they, yeah. So, all right. So that's, um, so that happened. So yeah, and I, I, I guess it's just gonna, just the retaliation is gonna continue. I did, I read, I did read an interesting article too as well. This is sort of an aside, <clears throat> but a lot of the rockets that um, Hamas was using. Are refashioned Israeli rockets that were launched into Palestine and then just didn't go off, and were um, refurbished and then launched uh, uh, at Israel again, which I thought was kind of um, was kind of interesting. So uh, I'll see if I can pull that up. But um, yeah, it's crazy. So Harp, how about you? Anything on uh, Israel Palestine? I mean, just seeing what he was talking about, and then the. The whole political side of the 
Union people can see that a lot in the news. Oh, I didn't. I saw that. I didn't read in depth though. The um, but there were some uh, um, people working for the UN that think, apparently were colluding with Hamas. Yeah, they were uh, supposedly had ties to them anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I think there's now. I think it's up to sixteen countries that have cut off aid. Hmm. To that region because of it. Mm. Yeah. So that that's that's not a good news story for for the Gaza. Yeah. Strip. So. Yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I read, I, I read that too, man. I was like, yeah, and they were that was the original like October seventh attack, right? They were like, somehow yeah, involved. Yeah. Jesus. Basically, saying like, I mean. They they could have they could have knew they could have said something to somebody they knew something was fixing to happen. Mm. What it sounds like to me. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. So, oh man. So yeah, this this this. I mean, all wars are fucked up, but this like this one is just getting just. I don't know. The, the more and more, it's like an onion. The worse, the more and more you read, the worse and worse it gets. They're all like, eh, they're all like that. That's nothing new. That's nothing new. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know the um, the the. I I haven't heard uh, you know aside from from what we discussed, I haven't heard much beyond that. It doesn't seem to be um, ending. I guess like the you know, the the one thing that I'm uh, you know a little surprised about is that it's it's been going on for so long. I kind of thought that. Israel would retaliate and spend a month or two, root out some um, some top Hamas leaders, and then say, you know, we're done with it. But um, I think that they're still going. I think a lot of that has to do with Netanyahu. Netanyahu knows that as soon as this war is over, um, it's going to, you know, uh, number one, he's responsible. He's going to be the one holding the bag, as he should, because he was the um, the leader that, you know, was, was, um, in power when this happened. So, uh, there's that. And then, um, uh, I think, you know, he's, he was previously, he had been, um, before he was reelected was, uh, potentially facing, um, uh, corruption charges. So it's not really in his, I think the only way he can kind of find himself, um, uh, uh, or redeem himself politically in Israel is to fully root out Hamas. So, um, I, you know, I think it's going to be, he's a big part about why it's going to be prolonged for a lot longer than it needs to be. I think that leadership, it's interesting because when we talk about Ukraine, um, I think that the, the, the X factor in every war is the leadership and, um, the, uh, you know, uh, uh, the re- one of the, one of the biggest reasons that Ukraine has been hanging on so long and doing so well is Zelensky. One of the reasons that Russia, A, is in this to begin with, and B, can't get themselves out, is Putin. We go back to September 11th. Um, you know, uh, the after 9-11, Bush decided to, uh, you know, something had to be done in Afghanistan, but Bush, you know, had this kind of, uh, uh, you know, these kind of uh, very hawkish, um, you know, neo kind of advisors kind of pushing them, pushing them, pushing them. And um, if, you know, if there had been another another president in there or a less hawkish president, maybe we wouldn't have invaded Iraq. But, um, you know, Bush made the decision to go in, and that could have turned out very differently. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know Hamas's leadership. I'm not. I have no idea who's in charge there. But uh, you know, they're certainly fucking this all up too. So you know, so the leadership matters, and I think that has a lot to do with it. And um, yeah, so so it continues. It just keeps fucking going on. So so anything else on Israel Palestine? No. All right. Let's move on to Ukraine. I haven't seen a whole lot in the news for the last week about Ukraine, but maybe maybe you guys have seen something I have. I had not. Uh, Hark, what have you seen? I mean, I was, what I sent y'all was the uh, the guys that were embezzling some money. Mm, yes, yeah. That, that doesn't help their, their cause any. Yeah. Uh, you, you're starting to see more and more stuff of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, like that I, kind mean, of... I mean, mm-hmm. you, I mean, they they've had a history of being kind of shady in there. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, when you know, early early on in the fight, when they were having a hard time with Maripol and and other places like that, they were getting aid in the West, right, uh, in through Lviv. But they couldn't get any of that to the front lines, and mostly because they're just logistically like they didn't have it. They're very like the old Soviet model, is heavily bureaucratic, heavily corrupt, so they couldn't get things going, uh, and and it hurt them, and it hurt the cause. Like it wasn't until they, I, I think, I think that reached to the West to NATO and the U.S. to kind of help them tactically and and strategically minded uh, has helped out a lot but you know it just goes to show you some of those veins of corruption run deep in it to harp's point it really fucking kills you know it, it really hurts your image it doesn't kill your legitimacy because you were invaded by a foreign country right but it does hurt your image when when that's an important aspect of modern warfare, right? Like perception, information operations, like, so that kind of deep rooted corruption in the fucking military system doesn't look good for them. Maxwell, I entirely agree. And you know what? I'm going to add to that. I don't think that this could have come at a worse time for Ukraine. Cause right now, <clears throat> Congressional Republicans are balking at more aid to Ukraine, and one of the reasons that they're giving, and who knows if this is just a, a political reason or if they sincerely believe it, but is that we don't, we can't account for this money, and we don't know where it's going, and we just don't want it to go down a black hole. And the 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 news of um, this graft coming out, I think it, it comes at an extremely sensitive time because. Um, any anybody in you know, anybody in, in Congress who uh, opposes sending more aid to Ukraine can not point to this and say, "Look, this is are we gonna? Is this where our money's going? Is it going to line you know the pockets of some um, you know fat Ukrainian uh, military contractor?" Uh, so it it it's a direct link to the things that they were saying uh, all along. So I think that this really really hurts Ukraine. Now, what I'm about to say, I'm actually not not being hyperbolic with what I'm about to say. I think they need to make an example out of these guys 
and I think they need to execute him. Now, I'm not 100% sure. I, I, you know, during wartime, uh, I, I'm not sure. During, uh, maybe not quite during World War I, World War II, but during World War I and previous wars, um, you know, if you were caught stealing or you were caught other things, I mean, they just, they just execute you to make, to make a point, you know? Um, uh, and I think that they should do, uh, uh, something, if not execution, something very, very similar with these guys. I just, just hang them and be like, look, if you, if you steal from us again, you know, if you do this again, this is what's going to happen to you. And, um, you know, afterwards, after the war's over, they can, history can litigate this, but I really do think that they need to make an example now because what they what these what these guys have done have really really set Ukraine back and there's there's my heart sank when I read that article I was like oh fuck because if it even you know what if it even peels it's the the, the issue in the U S is in the House of Representatives if it peels four or five Republicans who have kind of been on the fence over to the no side, I mean, that's just much, much harder, just much more harder that they're, they're going to have to to make up. And um, it just gives people much more misgivings. And even if, even if they are able to get something through, it might be a lot smaller than what Ukraine needs. So um, it's entirely, yeah, it's just, this is like really hurt them a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, well, it's like uh, we always... We always ask the question and, and talk about this, like as time goes on, who benefits, right? And at the, and we have been saying, you know, for a while that time is favoring Ukraine, but there's so many people like discussing now, you know, are we at a stalemate because the battle lines haven't really moved in a year? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like they they really haven't moved at all right everybody's hunkered down and now like is time on your side well it it depends like time is on ukraine's side as long as it has western support yes but yes that's really that's really threatened right now yes um and especially in the united states and and like this definitely it does. It feeds. It feeds the argument on why, yeah. like, why are we dumping money in this, right? Like, yeah, it definitely, definitely does not look good for them, and it, and it, it could have a huge impact, right? I don't know how the rest of Europe feels or NATO countries, but you know, the lines aren't really moving, and you know we're. If the if the economy gets a squeeze and we're dumping money into stuff, they're gonna want to pull it back yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, it's it's I I I it's you know, I, I agree a hundred percent. I'm I'm just I God I can't be more frustrated by it here because like this is one yeah. of those you know this is one of those things where like it's really fucking easy. To if you're if you're that guy, the country to say, ah, oh, it's forty million here, whatever, you know, a couple million here, and just get run away with it. But to like like this is the kind of thing that just has domino effects. That it's not, it's it's the money, it's the money, but it's also the 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 uh, the uh, appearance, like you said, the 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 um the the uh, the appearance of what's going on and um, undermining support for you, which is intangible, and they'll never know. So. Um, so yeah. so it's like one of these things like I think this is an important point like 
who who time favors has everything to do with the amount of variables that could derail them, mm-hmm. right? I think right now we're seeing that Ukraine has more variables that could derail them. Uh, internal corruption, uh, fatigue from the West to support the war, yeah. the 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 Israel Hamas war taking the world attention away, yeah. especially because that translates to to affecting you uh, international shipping lanes with Yemen, you know, yeah. involved with that, right? So there's all these variables, Russia. Russia deals with fellow despots, right? They're they're getting ammunition and shit from North Korea. North Korea obviously doesn't give a fuck about what their net promoter score is in the world, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, like, and Russia has a, a decent handle on suppressing their own fucking citizens, right? Like, the, the opposition... The opposition to Putin will probably fall out of a fucking window if yeah. conventional holds true, and like he's going to keep going. Like, um, you know that's 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 a real. I mean, and, and he's just like sending people. We talked about last week, like the meat assaults, where he's just sending green soldiers with no fucking real idea what the fuck's going on, just mm. to suck up. Ukrainian bullets. Yeah. And like, if we turn off the fucking ammunition spigot for Ukraine, like they're, they're going to find themselves in a fucking hard spot. Yeah. And you know, one of my big disappointments at now is that Europe has not stepped up and they've been receiving it's, and this, this is one of those times where Europe needs to step up because it's in their backyard. And I like, I understand, you know, France didn't want to send any troops to Iraq in 2003. Remember the whole free, the whole Freedom Fries brouhaha? But I get it. I understand. And that it, it makes that makes sense. And also, that's not something, you know, it's not in France's natural uh, uh, security interest to send troops to Iraq. It doesn't matter to France. This is, and um, England, the, the UK has been, has been sending assistance, the UK has been helping out, but uh, France is not, Germany has not stepped up the way that they could, um, the EU has just not stepped up uh, as they should be, and, you know, eventually, Russia's going to be at their fucking door, you know, because the thing, the thing that I, I wish, you know, I, I want to scream to, to, to uh, you know, uh, uh, members of the U.S. Congress and uh, leaders in the EU, like, we're, like, I, I hate to put it like this too, but we, we're beating Russia on the cheap right now. Like, this is not, first of all, it's not causing, a, like, we're not losing any um, any uh, U.S. or European soldiers. Like, nobody's dying. I mean, you have the ones and twosies, you know, the, the rocket landed in Poland a, a, a couple months ago. We discussed that, but that's, there, we're not like we're. You're not sending the French army into Ukraine to get uh, 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 mowed down by the Russians. You know this is if 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 this ends up costing the, the entire uh, Ukrainian aid effort costs a trillion dollars to push the Russians back to essentially render their the Russian army 
um, uh, 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 in combat ineffective for the next 10 to 15 years and maintain European sovereignty, a trillion dollars is, f- and, and on top of that, cost uh, zero uh, American lives or next to, you know, next to zero American, French, British, German lives uh, uh, in the process. I think that that's a pretty good fucking deal, and I don't understand why the fuck they don't. You know what I mean? I get it. Like economies, some people economies are hurting and stuff, but like it's it's gonna it's gonna be much much worse if Russia were to invade Ukraine. It's going to strategically um, be a nightmare for us, and it's going to set a horrible precedent. And you're gonna see. Uh, uh, China began to become emboldened uh, vis-a-vis Taiwan. Um, North Korea was just, uh, over the last week, the other thing too, very quickly, North Korea has suddenly gotten much more belligerent. Um, they ed- uh, 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 Kim Jong-un ended the North's official policy of wanting a reunification with the South. And um, for a minute, uh, uh, analysts were worried that um, the North might... Uh, try a, a a larger provocation that may still happen, but stuff like when if if Ukraine falls, things like that suddenly become much more uh, much more possible because you have these despots looking and they're like, well, Putin did it, and so can I. You know what I mean? Um, and that's how World War Three starts. So that's my two cents on that. I'm very 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 frustrated with it, and and you know I'm then this is why. These fucking, these guys in Ukraine who embezzled this money uh, really, really, really need to fucking pay because this is not, um, yeah, it's a big, 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 big fucking deal. Who knows? We might still end up, um, Ukraine might still end up winning this, might reclaim, reclaim all of its territory. Putin could be assassinated tomorrow or die of a heart attack or something, but I think if anybody is anybody in the West is counting on that, that is a very, very, very bad bet to make. So, all right. So I had to get on my, I had to get on my soapbox there because I find it extremely frustrating. Um, any responses to, Max, any response to that? No, I think you said it. And like, I, I, I agree. Like, you know, there needs to be, they need to, take this uh, take well, I mean they do take it seriously they remove them but there's got to be stiff punishments like you said because yeah. though it's like maybe somewhat acceptable over there because of that culture when you're when you are you know looking to the west to help you out you kind of have to fit the bill and be worthy of it right like so I think Zelensky understands that and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But um, there's there's certain things. You know, we were just talking about what the other thing with the Tower Twenty Two and the three soldiers. Like, there's just certain actions that require yeah a swift, freaking, uh, just response because uh, that sends a message, right? Like, it goes back to our whole thing about no better friend no worse enemy right the first marine division uh in iraq and and uh, afghanistan too but just one of those things like you know especially in the culture there where they do you know it's usually kings or dictators and they 
power struggles and and whatnot. You you need to show strength, right? You could you could be kind and and, and have humanity and, and take care of people. That's the just and right thing to do. But when an enemy presents themselves, right, and and they need to be taken out, you take them out. Yeah. And that sets the tone. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. There's sometimes where you did you just got to bring the hammer down, and you've just gotta you just gotta do it, and you have to, uh, you know, um, move decisively. It has to. I hate to say it's like this, but it's true. It's got to be brutal, and you have to send a message that look, this shit will not be tolerated, and if you do, this is what's going. If you you know continue doing this, this is what's going to happen to you. You know what I mean? And um. And, and yeah, that's just, that's how it's gotta be, you know, and, you know, and fucking, this is how, this is how Iran operates, this is how Putin operates, do you remember Prigozhin, Mr., you know, uh, 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 his plane that magically went down the, um, yeah. you know, like, that's how Putin operates, and um, this is how, it, when you're in that system, this is how you have to do it, you know. Um, it's a little bit different in democracies, and grand Ukraine is a democracy, but um, you know it has to be. It has to be done like that. So, and I normally let me just let me say too, everybody's listening. I normally do not advocate for that. I normally, um, you know, and during um, if this were if if this were peacetime, and Ukraine had. Um, uh, uncovered uh, people embezzling this money from their military, then yes, they should go on trial. They should go. To, I mean, they should go on trial for this as well. But I mean, you know, go on trial, go to prison for a number of years. You know, have a chance to reform themselves, come out, become productive members of society once again. But this is not that time. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Harp, you got anything to say that about that? And that's why I say war is an ugly thing. Yeah. I mean, politicians have been embezzling money through wars for forever. Yeah. You even go back to the Romans, you know. I mean, they were. I'm sure there was somebody in there taking more than they should have. Yep. 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 War, war is a nasty thing. It makes people do evil things. Yep. Yep. And and you know, a huge. I don't want to go down a huge rabbit hole, but a big reason that we that Afghanistan didn't work out for us is because. We turned a blind eye when we saw that because we thought we needed these fucking these sh- these uh shit bags to, um, to fucking uh, uh these corrupt shitheads to you know make our to make it work. But well, it turned out that was not the right answer. So yeah. You, you know it's interesting. I'm looking at an article right now. Um, at Newsweek, there's like the something called transparent. Transparency International's annual corruption uh, perception index uh-huh. has mentions the recent discovery of this and how Ukraine is handling it, and actually moves them up in their CPI uh, as far as like transparency. Like, so they're showing their perception is less corrupt than they've traditionally been in the past mm-hmm. based off of how this is being handled right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's good. Like you had this horrible, you know, you had this bullshit happening, uh, but it's the people holding the purse strings. It's that's the perception yeah. that you have to, win, right? Because, you know, 
they could use that to say, well, you know, I'm not going to send this money over there for it to, for this just to happen again. Mm-hmm. And gloss over that when it was discovered, it was yeah taken care. Of. Yeah. Oh no, the, da- yeah, the, the damage is done. Uh, you know, it's it's absolutely damage is done. There's no. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and right. I mean, it's even like, if, yeah, it, it's like the pictures from fucking Abu Ghraib. Once that was out, yes. the fucking internet, it didn't matter. Like there was nothing that we were going to do yep. that was going to fucking calm things down there, and that obviously we fucking got the receiving end of most of that shit. Yep, and uh, you know what? And Abu Ghraib was the beginning of the end of the war on terror. That was like that. I think that was really when perception globally changed, and we're like, and I was in. I mean, I was in. I remember feeling like absolute right. dog shit maybe, when that came. Like maybe support, maybe support of the war on terror, but the war on terror is still the war on terror will never fucking end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, hey, did you know that we had a base in Jordan, which supports, which is a logistics hub support base for a base in Syria, yeah. which isn't even fucking base that we all know about in Syria. Like, this fucking war will never end. I was, I was uh, asked to. There's like a county global war on terror memorial, and I was asked to, you know. Hey, when you come talk to the board, and which turned out join the board mm-hmm. uh, for like you know upkeep and shit like that. But they have a fucking panel, and I was listening to like this is my first meeting with them. They have a panel because they're like, there's other things that are going on or will go on in the future that is going to be tied to the global war on yeah. terror. So we have panels for when we have fucking KIA from that shit. Yeah. Like there's two empty panels on this war memorial for future fucking global war on terror wars. Yeah. Yeah. I, that blew my fucking mind, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the, and unfortunately we're going to have to add these three names to it too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, it's fucking, it sucks, but, you know, oh, gosh. <laughs> and, like, what is, what are you calling this shit, right? Because there's, like, yeah. there's, there was post, there was post, like, when we pulled the main shit out of Iraq, like, uh, what the fuck, they had the special purpose mag taff, it was, like, was it Inher- was it Resolve or something. Yeah, Operation like Inherent that. Resolve, was that it? Inher- yeah, Inherent Resolve, Yeah. right, like. Like you never hear, like, oh, you know the, you know the men and women, the armed forces are still over there getting it done in our current operation. You don't hear any of that yeah. shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only time you hear that, you know, the only time you hear about a fucking another fucking base over there is when like they get attacked by fucking, uh, you know, Hezbollah or some yeah. other motherfucker like ISIS, right? It'll be like, yeah. Oh, Erbil, I didn't know we still had fucking shit going on. There's still fucking people at Al Assad. Like, yeah, this yeah. fucking shit ain't never ending. Yeah. And they don't call it anything. Yeah. It's like they made it completely fucking disappear off the map. And and we should be doubly pissed about this Hamas fucking Israel thing because it just brushed up the fact that we're all over the fucking yeah. place there. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, 
we're, we're, we're running out of time. <clears throat> but a question I do want to ask you guys, and I think we could devote an entire episode to it, is what would happen if we were to leave the Middle East? You know, if we were to just one day say, you know what, we're done. We're pulling everybody, except maybe except for like out of some people in an advisory role, but we're basically pulling up our stakes and we're leaving. Um, you know, what would what would happen? And I, that's that's a huge question, and obviously we're not going to be able to answer it all. You need, uh, nobody can truly answer that question correctly, but it would be an interesting mental exercise to see, um, to see what would happen. I think I was thinking about it and very briefly, I, I think that, um, if we were to leave, I think somebody else would, would move in. It wouldn't, everybody wouldn't just, everybody in the middle East wouldn't just like all of a sudden get along because the U S is gone. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, but, It'll be interesting to think about. So, um, all right. Well, here we are at the end of the episode. Harpo, any final thoughts? No, man. I think we said it out. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Maxwell, any final thoughts? I agree completely with Harpo. It's it's all been said. All right, and you know what? Normally, I give a final thought, but I agree with you guys. Everything that we needed to say this week has been said. So, uh, I guess the last thing I'll say is that if you got everybody around the country, stay warm. Um, if you're in a warm part of the country, keep warm and all that good stuff. So, thank you, everybody. Maxwell, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Harpo, thank you so much. Always fine. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. We will see you next week.